Okay, do you want to have anything else? Do you need some little nib- oh, nibbles? I'm okay for nibbles. I'm happy with red wine. That says a lot about my personality. <laughs> Rather go for liquid diet. No, that's, it's really why we, that's why we are friends, okay? That's <laughs> why oh. we're friends with a lot of people, right? <laughs> yeah. That's why we all bonded. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Are You Single? I am your host, Peter Lamb. We've already just started um, the session with some wine because it's miserable outside and much uh, much to my dismay, I decided that I need to pick my spirits up personally. So naturally alcohol came into play. And then also the fact that a dear friend of mine who goes by Tamara, or should we say Tam? You could say Tam. We'll say Tam. Because Tam, you know me and we're friends. Yeah, you call me Tam. Miss yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tamara. Tamara. I was already trying to be like the, the madame. Anyway, <laughs> Tamara from Sydney has joined us. Welcome, Tamara. Hi. Hey, girl. Thank you for having me. No, I'm no, excited no. to be here. Yeah, you should. Well, I'm more excited because <laughs> every time we are, we're, we're hanging out um, at, any, at any event, you are easily one of... Th- you're one of the the realest chicks. Realist. I, I, yeah, the realest I like that. Uh, chicks that I've ever um, come across in my entire life, and Thank it just remind because you remind me so much of my sisters, um, and who yeah who are very much similar by way of yeah, um, fun, engagement, intelligence, um, beauty, all that stuff. Oh, that so. is you are stop. <laughs> no, go on, go on. <laughs> That's so sweet. No, Thank no, you. No, you're you're awesome. <laughs> And she, and she's I know this is a podcast, but she's sporting the coolest frames, uh, prescription glasses. They're very like I want to say Andy Warholish. They were a little bit Andy yeah. Warholish, but yeah. not as not as spherical, not as round. Oh, okay. They're kind yeah, of yeah. Um, they're a little bit straighter at the top, rounder at the bottom. They're very in vogue. Maybe I don't know. I just picked them because they were cool. <laughs> yeah. She fancy, huh? Yeah, she oh, fancy. I, <laughs> I figure if I'm spending. Nearly every day of my life wearing glasses. I'm going to make them look cool as fuck. When did you start wearing glasses? <laughs> when I was 12. Fun oh, fact, oh, this is go. the nerdiest thing you'll ever hear. Because <laughs> I was around 12, 13. Yeah. And um, I think, when was this? 1999, maybe? 98, 99? Mm. And I knew that Lord of the Rings movie was coming out. And I thought, I'm going to read this book because I like, I like fantasy stuff. Yeah. And so my parents bought me this old copy, old ass copy of Lord of the Rings and it was the the omnibus, so all three were in the one copy. And so yeah. it was a really fat-ass book. But the text was really small. I think it was a copy from maybe – I think the print was maybe in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And so I inhaled that book. I read it, but I didn't read it with proper lighting. And my dad used to come oh. by when my dad was still living with us. He'd come by and go, Tamara, turn the light on. You're going to ruin your eyesight. He'd <laughs> constantly say it. And then I would just say, you know, Dad <sighs> – just leave me alone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm 12. I know what I'm doing. I just want to live a normal life. I just want to live yeah, a normal like, life yeah. and read My Lord of the Rings in a dark corner in my bedroom. <laughs> and then, lo and behold, a <laughs> few months later, I ended up getting glasses. Oh, and so I've had glasses for over 15 years now. <laughs> nice. Um, mm. um, and you've had glasses too for a while, right? I have. I, have. Well, I started wearing them in uni, actually, and only because I... I mean, things were starting to get, look a little bit blurry, but mm. truth be told, 
it was a vanity thing. I wanted to look good in my blazers that I bought from op shops. You know, very you know, because Melbourne is very hipstery. You got to try and assimilate. Um, and I, the course that I did at Beauty, it was full of yeah all the creative types. So, so you wanted to fit in with the creative types? Yes, <laughs> yes. And the story of my life never will fit in. But that's no, that's but why. That's yeah. why you're beautiful and unique because you don't fit in with the crowd. Oh, oh look, you're blushing. <laughs> <laughs> I hate too much sentiment to be honest. Um, but no, okay. First question of the day. Mm-hmm. Real question uh, of this podcast: Are you single? Um, I'm kind of seeing someone at the oh. moment, which is the first I've told you about, oh actually. My God. <laughs> Front page, exclusive news, exclusive, but, are you single? Okay. Go on. Well, when you asked me to be on yeah. the podcast, I was single. Uh, and okay. So I thought, yeah, yeah. sure. Why not? You I'm depressingly yeah. single. I'll go on your podcast. So you saw someone mainly because you wanted to do research for this podcast. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly. Why not? <laughs> How long have you been seeing this person? Um, about a month and a half. I mean, it's... Oh. It's kind of, yeah, yeah, it's fresh and it's kind of seeing where things go. So I'm being a bit vague and seeing where it goes. Coy about it. Yeah. um, yeah. And seeing where it goes. So I'm not revealing too much. But um, yeah, see where it goes, I think. It's still very fresh, very new. Mm. Um, But yeah, we'll see how it goes. But I'm definitely qualified to talk about being single, (laughs) (laughs) just so you know. (laughs) No, no, I look, I interviewed uh, my fiance, Ben, for the first episode. He ain't single. He ain't single. Still ain't single at the minute. I think yeah no he's, he's not yeah, single he's, he's not engaged single. yes he's <laughs> uh, but no we I'm I'm getting people from all all all, all, all walks areas. of life that's right so how many dates have you guys been on a few yeah we yeah. see each other every week every week um, cool yeah a couple of times a week yeah, just yeah. going out for dinners went to the beach yesterday um, just things enjoying Sydney I think enjoying little pockets of Sydney mm. because uh, Sydney as you know having not having moved from Sydney yourself from yeah, Melbourne. Yes. I imagine you would have come here thinking Sydney's a bit of a rabbit hole. There are lots of different areas you can go, but it's yeah. not the most welcoming city. And there are lots of different suburbs and enclaves that it can be quite fun to discover. You know what? The, yeah. I, I Which the, is kind of what we've been doing. Yes. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, very mm. good. No, but I definitely felt that the vibe was so different to Melbourne. A lot more chaotic. Yeah. Almost hustle and bustle. But I I liked that. It was almost like I had moved to another country. For me, mm. it was like that. And because I wasn't out at the time, it 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 acted as a it acted as a a kind of a new chapter for me, where I can just do anything, everything, say yes to everything, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, see what happened. So you only I think I know this about you, but mm. you only came out when you when you moved to Sydney. Yeah, properly, yes. Yeah, I had I had. I had Come out to a really good friend of mine, maybe the last year that I was in Melbourne before I moved, and that was over MSN, the classic MSN, MSN Messenger. Yeah, and it was after a camping trip, and um, and yeah, obviously we all bonded, and and it was all really lovely, you know, Daisy chains and all that other shit. And then, um, and <laughs> then I went as soon as I got home, put my stuff down. I mean, the whole ride home because she was driving, um. She was driving, and then that whole time I thought, oh, I really, really want to tell someone because I, I just, I, I'm sick of, sick of living this way, and so then I texted her saying, oh, do you want to jump on MSN? She jumped on. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, have a good time. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on? And then yeah, it just it slowly crept out of me. And I remember before I typed out the sentence, said, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm actually gay, 
and I was shaking as I was typing it. And as soon as I finished typing it, I didn't even press enter for like five minutes. And so, um, okay, so this story is so fucking boring. No, um, it's not but, at all. Um, it's the opposite. Wah, wah. I don't know. It's not as dramatic as other people, but it happened. And then as soon as I did it, she was so happy for me. She was like, I, I can't believe you. I'm so sorry you had to live this way. And, you know, you have my support 110%. And, you know, I love you so much. And it was a whole big fest of love. And oh, I was like, big oh, love fest. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. So this was, was awesome. this was what, around 2009, 10? Maybe? <sighs> 2010, yes. Yeah. So much has changed yeah. since then. I mean, the idea okay. of, I, I, I can't speak to it as well as you can, obviously, but the idea of this coming out thing, maybe it's evolved a little bit because yeah. it's, I think maybe back then when you did it, it was, I have to, I have to tell people because otherwise they're never going to know and I have yeah. to live my authentic self. Mm-hmm. But now I think it's more of a, as it's becoming more, it's it's becoming more normalized. It to, is to be queer and to be into love and fuck whoever you want. Yes, and exactly. so maybe that idea of coming out is changing, and it's just becoming a natural thing of saying, "I'm dating a girl." Hmm. Exactly, and I don't have to justify it to you for you to judge me. I'm dating a girl, accept it or not. So I'm hoping yeah. I feel like that's where it's going now, and hopefully, it, yeah, hopefully that's where it's going. Yeah, yeah. So even exactly. in the seven years that you've come out i think it's been such a massive change oh yeah it's constantly evolving um and just by the way you (laughs) i feel like i'm on 60 minutes now and yeah i'm 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 really i'm really yeah yeah totally you're i'm really right now i have this questioning all my choices (laughs) that was so beautiful what you guys what you guys just heard there was exactly what's happening at the minute in in my view as well I think a lot of people are coming up in the sort of the younger generation. What is it, Gen X, Gen Y? Yeah, sure. Yeah, the yeah, millennials, I, millennials. Yeah, yeah. Those uh, ones. Uh, yeah, those those people. <laughs> I mean, not that I am not that other cultures in other countries aren't experiencing, you know, the mm. like the the atrocities of you know being gay anyway. Mm-hmm. And not being able to tell people, but exactly. yeah, it's gotten a lot easier. It has. Been yeah, you're up. Ups- yeah, you, you're absolutely right. Here in Australia, we're very lucky yeah. in that the culture is becoming a normalised aspect of our society. But in places like Chechnya or Uganda, yeah, um, or most of the African countries, a lot of Af- all, not yeah, all of them, but because South Africa, South Africa, they're quite yeah. progressive and yeah. they've had marriage equality for a very long time. A long time. Um, but there are certain countries where, and certain areas of even Australia and the United States, where being gay is still seen as um, yeah. Antichrist, basically. Yeah, blasphemous. <laughs> blasphemous. <laughs> yes. Which is obviously, as we know, it's fucking ridiculous. But anyway. <laughs> uh, awesome. Okay. So you are seeing someone. Uh, do you want to drop a, a name? Oh, no. not a name. No, okay, okay. Keep it Keep it nice and. I'll, I'll be coy. Keep it secretive. Okay. It adds to the law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. How did you guys meet? Um, Sort of friend of a friend I guess because I don't I think you know this about me that I don't Mm. do online dating Mm. I've never except for that one time that we were at Stephen's house I can't remember what it was for (laughs) I think it was for his birthday actually yeah yeah, one of many engagements (laughs) it was yeah it was last year and we I'd never gone I've never downloaded tinder I've never Mm. gone um what are those websites called RSVP uh, okay, and stuff yeah, like that. Okay, like I've never gone on one of those, although I know it's, they've been very successful for other people. Yes. I've just never gone on them and I've mm. just never felt, either felt the need to or the inclination. And so we were getting progressively drunker and Stephen and I 
our dear friend Stephen, who has been on this podcast. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, Fabulous. Beautiful Stephen. And we were sitting there getting drunker and drunker and <laughs> we just started talking about, I think it was him who just said, we need to download, we need to get you online dating. And so I downloaded Bumble, which is the one where... The, 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 the girl the makes girl. it first. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And so she has the ability to message the, the guy first, the guy or the girl first, whatever it might be. Mm. And so I downloaded it for five minutes and I spent three of those minutes trying to look for a profile picture. And then I got confused with the app and in my drunken state just went, oh, fuck it, this is way too much hassle <laughs> and then deleted it. So that is my extent with online dating. Of online dating. <laughs> Which is really fucking sad. <laughs> Sorry, sorry guys and sorry whoever, <laughs> sorry singles, you cannot find her on any of these. <laughs> you can't find me on yeah, Bumble, Tinder, Happen and all the others. Oh, okay. So you guys met uh, through a friend. Kind of a, okay. let's just, we oh. got along well. So okay. we just yeah. kept hanging out kind of thing. Okay. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, it was kind of a nice, it was quick though. It, like we'd met quite recently and so it was a kind of a quick progression. But um mm. yeah, just we enjoyed each other's company. We had a lot to talk about. Cool. And it wasn't boring. Which Good. I think can be I think that yeah. can happen a lot. When you meet someone you could just think, Oh fuck, this is really boring. Yeah, you know, in those in, in those situations, I swear mm. small talk can be the bane of our existence. It can be a killer. It can yeah. be a relationship killer, <laughs> yeah. buzz kill. Deal breaker, when you're, yeah. yeah, when you're constantly trying, and not even just with relationships, but with even friends or coworkers, when you're stuck in this seemingly endless cycle of mindless, so-called yeah. banter, but yeah. it's not. It's just stupid conversation to make yeah, the time pass the, yeah. and oh. to, to feel. Yeah. To feel the silence. <laughs> to feel the void. I'd rather feel silence <laughs> than have to engage with someone who genuinely does not interest me. Yep. Agreed. Oh, yeah. Because it's so, it's just, oh, how long do I have to stand here? And then you have to go through social <laughs> etiquette. You go through yeah. the motions and then in the mind is just trying to fulfill social etiquette. And all you want to do is just go, look, this conversation is really boring <laughs> me. I'm going to go. Leaving now. Leaving now. Um, but, oh, that's that's really cool. And then from there, who, when you went home that night, did you text? I think we ended up seeing each other again. Um, and then we exchanged numbers and then so oh, it's yeah. just, I can't remember who texted first, but just. Oh, it just happened. Just happened. We used, we used WhatsApp. Uh, oh, plug yeah, for yeah, WhatsApp, WhatsApp there, but WhatsApp's Quite. great. So we WhatsApp. <laughs> I was thinking about this earlier today, actually. If, mm. if I, look, no relationship is perfect. And if you, if you both believe that it is perfect, and have never had any issues, then I think that is the issue. Like, if you're dating someone who's almost a twin to you, then that's like the ultimate form of narcissism. And yes. How fucking boring would it be? How Just fucking having... boring? Oh, my God. You need someone to kind of challenge you and you to, to bring new things to the table. Yeah. And, I'm guessing that's mm-hmm. what you and I feel like that's what's it, when I see you and Ben together. Mm. That's what you two are like. Because I've spoken to you both separately. Yeah. You've both been the subject of my drunken rants. <laughs> And no, I'm sorry, no, but you no, have, no. just so you know, when I drink, I get ranty, but, um, but you're both so different, but yeah, yin and yang mold, you yeah. have, I don't know, you just gel well together. Yeah. Because we had established at the end of the day, it was about core values of what yeah. made us us. And so we said, you know, we, we, um, we're career focused, we are family focused, we don't care about material things. I say that as I have the latest iPhone. And, and I'm wearing this 
bomb ass headphones <laughs> <laughs> while I'm on this podcast. But that is a five at five six years old. So I do, oh, I, I do, I yeah, I don't have to have the newest thing. But yeah, it was just those things that that kept us going, and um, then we appreciated each other's differences as well and our little quirks. Like, cause Ben's very much about technology and 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 world issues and actually i like world issues too but he he's very much a an introvert so he likes mm. to watch movies he likes to just stay home be a homebody and like I'm, you know what i at my age now i i have started to appreciate the quieter moments and yes. i actually would you do though yeah, when you get older you appreciate the kind of the introvertedness i yes. think that comes with age sometimes where it's just i'm okay sitting at home and doing nothing I'm mm. okay that it's sunny outside and I'm just going to sit inside and watch TV all day and drink and eat popcorn. Yes. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> and to be able to do that with someone else and still and still have a relationship, I think, is one of the most beautiful things about being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's like you can still, at the end of the day, appreciate each other's company. And that and they're also witness. good in bed health. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Boom. Uh, 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 yes. Um, oh, yeah. Speaking of, have you guys slept together yet? I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny. Uh, oh, okay. Which obviously means yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yay! No, I don't know. I, I, that's, that's totally not. No, that's cool. Um, and so obviously if you're still seeing each other, then that part. See, because I think sex is, it, it shouldn't have to be a big deal. But no, it, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. It should be form as part be of the way. For it can some be. People. Yeah, it can be. Because I mean, yeah. having sex with someone is the most intimate form of it can be one of the most intimate it is know, oh, expressions very intimate. of how you feel about someone. Even totally. if you don't if you feel nothing for them and you just want to fuck, that's fine. It's yeah. still quite an intimate act. And it can yeah. alleviate sexual frustration. It can <laughs> yes. alleviate loneliness. It can do so many things. Yes. But I suppose when you're seeing someone it's an ex- it's an expression of, you know, yeah, how, mu- yeah, how much I like you love you yeah. and, you know, I'm attracted yeah. to you. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's have sex. Yeah, that's it. I think, <laughs> I think the 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 angle I was trying to get at is that mm. some people they it, it's it becomes too much of a an important an important point of what a a successful uh, relationship is. Yeah. It's it it should be it should be great. Of course, you have to be compatible. Mm-hmm. But a lot of I've a lot of the other people that I've known in my life who have um got out gone out and um said to me. Oh no! If this person, yeah, if this person doesn't have this or that in bed, and mm-hmm. uh, then I'm just going to end it. D- never mind the fact that they are actually like, smart people. They care about you, mm-hmm. and they they um they they make you feel human. They make you feel wanted. Yeah, like, all these things right. that I find as important. But then yeah. they, they say, no, if their sex is bad, then I'm telling them to go fuck themselves. Ugh. People could be yeah. ugh, people brutal, are horrible. Yeah, on the right, and that's why I, that's why I could never be with someone like that, and that's why. And it's when Ben came along, and um, you know, mind you, yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we're compatible on on all the levels that we want to be. So it's mm-hmm. it's good, it's good. It's uh, yeah, sex is a funny thing. People put it on a pedestal. Yeah, I think if they don't, like you were saying just before, if they don't, if this person doesn't have the attributes that I deem to be, um, deem to be right mm-hmm. for having a compatible sexual partner, then yeah. I'm going to dismiss them. That's not the case at all. You, it's, there's so much more to it than that. You have it to be is. kind of emotionally invested sometimes, I think, to have really good sex. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. That can make all the difference if you are emotionally invested in this person or you're attracted to their personality, have a nice smile, they're really smart. Yeah, and yeah. it can make a huge difference 
Oh, like so. it adds it adds to the to the experience rather than diminish it. So, oh yeah, oh mm. yeah. And I love comedy, right? But <laughs> mm. I don't want to be hearing knock knock jokes in the bed as well. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> you know, no when it's jokes. business, it's business. Just just put it in <laughs> so that I can <laughs> see where it goes from there. Okay. Um, we but, we but we're here for the same reason. Let's not fuck about. Yeah. I mean, let's fuck it. Let's not fuck yeah. about. Yes, that's right. Um, I, you touched on something else actually before, before this lovely, fresh, beautiful relationship. Um, but you said that you were, you're single for quite a bit and you've had, you've gone through the ringer with all your various dating and everything like that. Um, tell me a bit more about, tell me a bit more about that because has it been those prior relationships, um, were you, do you consider yourself a serial a date, a serial data? Maybe. I think, yeah, I think I, because I think I'm 31 now mm. and I've only been in maybe three. I hope I'm not leaving someone out here. Sorry. <laughs> <I've left you laughs> out. Maybe three actual relationships where we've said, yeah. you're my girlfriend and you're my boyfriend type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but in between that, I mean, I've been single for a long time. The yeah. last time I had a, a boyfriend, um, to put a label on it, was when I was living in the UK and that was between mm. uh, 2011, 2013. So that was a while ago. It's now yeah. 2018. Yeah. So, but in between that, I'll go long periods of time and do the, I mean, I don't go online dating, like I said, but mm. I'll somehow meet someone, however it might be, and then we'll just date. We'll hang out and we'll sleep together and that's that's kind of it. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. That's right. Probably because, you know, I'm commitment phobic or whatever it might be. <laughs> You're but going through something at the time, trying to figure shit out. Probably trying to yeah. figure shit out and then yeah. just thinking, oh, this is you know, this is convenient. This is, it's it occupies my time. Yeah. Um, You're clearly an interesting person. Otherwise, I wouldn't be seeing you or dating you. Mm. And it's, it's kind of fun. Yeah. And without... <laughs> without the commitment <laughs> yeah and so that's that's okay. what yeah. i do yeah, yeah which i've done for yeah that's what yeah. i tend to do which is not it's not the best for some people who happen to be on the other end mm-hmm. um and sometimes it doesn't work out the way that you want it to no but Mm-mm. that's what i've been doing for years now. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that that you are honey you ain't the only one i was gonna I, say i feel I, like i'm not the only one before before yeah before i met ben i went through my whole phase and it was it did what I did, what I needed to do to get out of my system post coming out, and I, I mean a lot of uh, a lot of the gay people experience this, mm-hmm. especially when they've come out later in life. But for me, I had to do all that stuff, get out of my system, meet different people, see. And you were doing, um, you were online dating, right? Using yes, apps? yes. See, I was that, on see online dating is so useful, for especially that. <laughs> yeah, no, for yeah. sure. It's um, if especially if you're maybe introverted or. Do you not have the guts to go up to someone in person, whether yeah, it be in a cafe or a yeah, bar, bar or a pub or yeah, something? No. Um, to have online dating and apps. It's been to, a godsend for some people. Oh, for sure. For them to come out of their shell yeah. and um, meet people in their in their in on their terms, in their environment. Did you have a certain type when you were online dating? Were there certain attributes or physical characteristics that you would look for when you were Sense, on, on apps yeah. and online dating? Sense of humour. Yeah, the two okay it was a sense of humor and presentation. Presentation. So what they look like. Yeah. So yeah. And so how, they, just, how well they, they put took, together just, they were. Just, just they took care of themselves. Sure. Whether it was in yeah, 
whether it was health or whether it was just you know just having a having a shower and just looking <laughs> doing the bam yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, no just because I think someone else made this point where you know women make so they put in so much effort to look good for you know potential dates and stuff and then mm-hmm. when men come up wearing just a shirt thongs and a shirt like and they think it's funny I think that's that's not funny that's not that funny <laughs> no no it's not if they put if they put in effort you should too oh yeah so from that from that perspective that was what I was kind of looking for that's a good thing and, to look for yeah and and it was just you know education and 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 you, I mean, they, all these guys, they can have all these things on paper, but then chemistry, that was probably, yeah, the, also the other thing that would make or break mm-hmm. the, the relationship or the, yeah, whatever it was. Um, and so the first handful, I mean, the first handful, actually the first time I actually tried online dating was back in Melbourne anyway, mm-hmm. and I was talking to a a guy who loved reenacting, like war, war reenactments. I didn't know that existed in Australia. Re- no, neither did I. Yeah, let alone, yeah. So, it, oh, I have so go, many questions. Yeah, no, it's so, <laughs> so but, but we, we never met up because I, 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 we were chatting, and then as he realised that I wasn't an actor at in in any capacity, mm-hmm. then he just stopped, and I thought, oh shit, I don't know if online. Is my thing now. Did you think it was your fault? Were you feeling oh, like... Oh, yeah. yeah thought, I'm not interesting that, enough. Yeah, you yeah. feel like because someone's rejected you, mm. just it doesn't even have to be online dating. If someone rejects you, you automatically... It's that feeling of introspection where you think, oh, God, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not handsome enough. I yeah. wasn't wearing the right clothes. I'm not funny enough. Yeah, I'm yeah. not kind enough. You know, I'm not all of mm. these things. We're probably... You just don't have a connection with someone or they don't like you. And that's okay. When yeah. someone doesn't like you, it's okay. There are 7 billion people in this world. Yes. Someone else is bound to think your heart. That's exactly what I try to tell people. Yeah. That's exactly what. But it's hard to get to yeah. that point when you're faced with a situation like that. And yeah. it's, it's it's kind of, it's a little bit demoralizing when someone, someone's just rejected you. It's a bit shit. It Makes is. You feel it, unattractive. It is terrible. You get over it. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, you get over it. Exactly. You get over it. You build your armor, and you mm. it's you chalk it up to experience. You say, okay, the mm. next time I'm not going to um, put myself out there on the first, completely out there on the first date. Just feel, just just be natural and all that stuff. And these things can't take mm-hmm. time, which I I found. But turning this back to you now, because huh. you are my guest. <laughs> I'm good at this, aren't I? <laughs> no, you're tables. really good at this. I like it. I like it. This is this is equality. Um, <laughs> you once went on a date. With a guy, if mm-hmm. I recall, a guy who who had cooked you a home uh, home yep. cooked meal, yep. um, and you and you spilled shit. I did. What I happened? Shit. Yeah. So, uh, so when I was this is when I was living in London. I um I'd gotten off. I was meeting a friend, uh, in Shoreditch area, which is for those of you who don't know, it's in East London, kind of area. Well, it's hipstery, isn't it? It's it's yeah. now really hipstery. Yeah, Maybe it used to be, but it's it's that classic scenario. of... 21st century gentrification. All the rich mm. people and the hipsters move in in an area that wasn't traditionally like yeah. that. <laughs> yes, yes. It, it was a very artsy um, kind of area. Very mm-hmm. cool area. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I was meeting a friend there. And I, don't, I think I'd only just moved to London. I think I'd only been there for maybe a month. And um, I'd gotten off this station called Old Street Station, which is 
it was a clusterfuck for me because there were four or three different exits and I didn't know where I was going. So I ended up emerging from the station mm. in this busy London street, not knowing where the fuck I was <laughs> and how I was going to find my friend. And then I was approached by these two people. One of them was this beautiful white blonde girl, you know, mm. dressed really well, really sweet, really nice. And she was with this guy who was, you know, equally well-dressed, um, well put together, you know, slick hair, white mm. guy as well. And I thought they're clearly a couple. They look like they should be a couple. They look so good together. And they were asking me for directions. And I was thinking, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm doing something right if I look like I know where I'm going in London. And so they were kind of going the same direction as I was. I whipped out my phone and mm. we kind of walked in the same direction for a bit, having a chat. Yeah. And then we parted ways. And then I went left and they went right. And then 30 seconds later, maybe I hear my name because obviously I introduced myself to these two people. Yep. Hear my name being called and it was this guy who was running back toward me. And I thought, um, this is really Ooh. weird. And then he said, can I, I, I this is going to sound really weird but um, and, and forward, but can I get your number? Oh, <laughs> and I that just sounds... And I thought that was the coolest thing. Sweet. It was... He Forrest Gumped your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, maybe he did. Yeah, that was very cool. I like that. Ve- I thought so too. And that Romantic. was actually one of the reasons why I gave him my number, which I thought, you took the effort. You clearly and know what they girls. It takes balls to approach, yeah, it someone takes in the balls, yeah. It takes a vagina yeah. to approach someone. So, yeah. And he did. And so I gave him my number. And then we went to drinks mm. uh, as our first date. And then he was—he lived in Canary Wharf or near Canary Wharf, which is um, a business di- district okay. of London. So okay. lots of financial institutions. Yeah. So, yeah. And so we went for drinks first date, and then for the second date, which I thought was very—it was a—it was a bit much. He said, "Do you want to come to my house and I'll cook you dinner?" And I thought, "Was oh, so very um, old school?" Sure. Yeah. I thought, sure. That sounds yeah. that sounds nice. I'm vegetarian, so he said, "I'll cook you a vegetarian meal," and oh. so. Went into his house. It was a really nice house. He had flatmates at this time because I think he was probably in his mid to mid twenties, maybe. Mm. Um, same as I was at the time. Yeah. And he cooked this. I think he cooked it. I don't know. He could have ordered it in, mm. but I'll give him the benefit yeah. of the doubt and say <laughs> he cooked it from scratch. Yep. It was this. Uh, I still remember to this day. It was. I think it was stuffed capsicum or something with, and it had feta and couscous. Like it was something Ooh, really delicious. Yeah. And we Sonic. took our plates from the kitchen and we're going to a separate area of the house. And there were no roadblocks in my way. There was no, I just managed to tip the plate completely over and all this food fell on the floor onto his carpet. <gasps> and yeah, <gasps> such, such dickhead. <laughs> he kind such, of, no. such a, yep. And then he kind of, he looked at me and I was obviously, Profusely apologizing. Yeah. And, but there was something in his eye that just looked like he'd snapped this internally and went, I can't believe you just dropped my food. This is ridiculous. You just dropped food on my floor. Oh, and I just thought, on. come on, it's endearing. It's yeah, cute. Yeah, I don't endearing. Your and accidental. <laughs> and that would have made a, an hilarious uh, anecdote for if you had at your wedding, yeah. you know, he said, oh, that first but, time we met. But no, this guy took it way no. serious. But then he, he, he quickly covered up. The, the snap. The anger. The anger. Oh, the, the internal And then resentment. went, that's okay. I'll get... Because I think it was three meals that he had planned. And so he said, that's okay. I've made another one. A back... Oh, and I, I've, <laughs> got, I've got more. Oh, and yeah, so yeah. He, he got me another another dish and mm. it was fine. And... um, But I just... After that, things had kind of... Oh, I don't there know. Was so a, for some there reason... something in the air. Yeah. Something kind of changed. Attention, And yeah. so I felt obligated to make him a meal. 
I'm a subpar cook. Oh, okay. I'm subpar. And so I invited him. I lived in a completely different area of London. I lived in North London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very working class. I loved it. And and so I <laughs> I attempted to make Sri Lankan food. My dad's Sri Lankan and I love Sri Lankan food. And I thought if, mm-hmm. if there's anything I'm going to make for someone, maybe it'll be this. Yeah. And so I burnt everything. <laughs> I, burnt, <laughs> I, I don't know how I did it, but I burnt the fuck out of everything. And then oh, he'd no. come over and I'd run out of time and he... Sends the stairs to my house and he's like, what's that smell? I said, oh, I'm really sorry. I know that I said I'd cook for you, but I've burnt everything and I can't, I can't serve you anything. And so as a second, as a plan B, we went to uh, maybe a little restaurant, a little cafe near where I lived, yeah. which is completely out of his, his com- not only his comfort zone, but his oh. kind of experience. I don't think he'd ever gone to that area of North London before. Oh, was it Ghetto Fabulous? Was that? It was Ghetto Fabulous. It was mm-hmm. fucking great, but clearly he'd never been to that area of London before. Oh, just turning his nose up. That, he was just turning the his nose up at everything. Cool. And, it was, oh. and I think if you meet someone who's who's a bit snobbish yeah. when it comes <clears throat> yeah. to that sort of thing. And that's, that's early on. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. It, yeah. Just at all. And like that was just such a... Turn off. Well, It was a turn off and it was... Nope. Yeah, and you. Uh, look, it was you, a deal breaker. Total, and I think the, the fact that you gave it, you gave it your time and energy, and you tried to, you tried to sort of make it up to him, mm. and 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 see where it was going. Give it, give it another chance and stuff. And I mean, at least, at least he was showing his, showing his colors. Sort of, he yeah, did. I on, mean, he is, was generous, yeah. but then generous, nice, smart people can also be, um, can also have. Uh, certain things that you don't necessarily like. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, you can be a bit bigoted towards people who are of certain economic backgrounds or yes. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously that's a, it's a deal breaker. Total. Because yeah. you grew up out west. I did. It's in Campbelltown. <laughs> Scrambletown. How many sisters do you have again? I have two sisters. Two one sisters. who's... 15 months older than me and one who's 18 months younger than me. Mm, and then I have a brother who's three years older than me. So for those of you playing at home, we're all born within like four to five years oh of each other. Oh my God, nice. Um, so kudos to my mum Yeah. for being a complete... Fertile. Hear that. <laughs> and just being a complete warrior in and raising her Basically, four kids yeah. on their own. It was pretty impressive. Yeah, good on her. Mm. And uh, you're all. It sounds like you're all very, qu- um, very close. Oh, relatively yeah. close. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we. They all still live out out west, um, but we talk more weekly. Yeah, yeah. Regularly, um, we would regularly would be better. <laughs> I mean, we don't go too deep into personal stuff, but we yeah, definitely yeah. keep. Um, in touch because my brother has a nephew. Uh, sorry, he has a son. I yeah. have a nephew. Yeah, yeah. And so that means that's another, an added thing and something else in order to keep us together, I suppose. Because yeah. there's a little human being that we're all in love with mm. that we want us, who we want to see and want to know more about. So that's kind of brought us together in a nice way. It's beautiful. And <laughs> but see, growing up in an ethnic family, I think that is so... It's a beautiful thing as well because you mm. learn so much, not only about but yourself and your your heritage and everything, but it also shapes the world around you as well. Especially oh, it totally when you're in shapes, Australia, definitely. Yeah. So, 
with you. So your your dad is Sri Lankan. My dad is from uh, he's from Colombo in Sri Lanka, yep. which is the capital city. Um, he came over to Australia in the sixties mm. uh, when 60s, he was. Oh he's always been here for a while, so oh he God. came over when he was uh, still a teenager with his family. Wow. Um, so that was the white Australia policy was still in place at this point. Oh, yeah. So because they're brown, Mm -hmm. it took them a really long time to get here. They had to prove... Because my dad... It's a little bit convoluted, but my dad has European ancestry because... The Portuguese, the Dutch, and the British had each invaded Sri Lanka and colon- tried to colonize it, and yeah. so there are certain families who have um, European heritage. Yes, and so right. my family had to get they had this extensive family tree drawn up, and to prove that they had white background, um, so some white background in order to get into the country, and it took them three or four years to to come over here. Wow, um, I think they were one of a handful of Sri Lankan families in Sydney. Um, why did mm. they? Why did he move to Australia? My my grandmother and my grandfather wanted my grandfather not so much. My grandmother wanted to leave. Oh okay. Um, was there a war happening? Was not it, no. at that point. Oh, not okay. in the sixties. Um, but I think she just wanted something different. She wanted to. Ex- I think she wanted something else. I think she'd heard about Australia oh, as being yeah. this kind of metropolis. This metropolis, this exciting place where you get a great education and where mm. it's it's Australia. Dreams it's a, come true. Where your dreams come true and it's yeah. this beach life, it's this this idyllic place. And so she'd wanted she'd had it in her mind to co- to go to Australia. Wow. And my grandfather was very much against the idea he wanted to stay in Sri Lanka and he did for six months. And so my oh, grandmother yeah. came over here by herself with three kids. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And um oh. which was yeah, I can't even imagine how hard no. it must have been for her. My grandfather was stalwart in his mindset yeah, that he wanted ways, to yeah. stay in Sri Lanka. He didn't want to leave home because no, he loved no. it. Yeah. But then if your family leaves, he followed. Yeah. It's like, I want my wife and I want my children. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so they came over here. Yeah. And then, so that's my dad's side of the family. Yeah. My mum, who was born in Sydney, but her background is Hong Kong Chinese. Oh, okay. Mm. Which is how we get along. Yeah. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> um, so she was born here, but her family had emigrated from... Uh, some of her family have emigrated from Hong Kong to Australia okay. at, again at the heart of the White Australia policy, yeah. which had been implemented to keep the Chinese out, but they somehow got yeah. in. Which kudos <laughs> yeah, Chinese, to Chinese yeah. ingenuity. We always find a way. Don't worry. <laughs> always find a way. Every way. <laughs> um, so, but some other side, the, the other side of her family had actually been here for generations. I think since the eighteen hundreds, uh, coinciding with the gold rush. Oh yes! Wow. Yeah. And so there was yeah. So yeah, my mum's family had been here for. Longer than some white people. So. <laughs> your history. Have you actually got a family tree up in your parents' I house? Do with my dad's family, but you I think need I do. To do one for your mom. Honestly. I think someone has it for my mom, but yeah. we don't. I don't think my mom has has it, but it's somewhere. That but would it's, be yeah, so, so interesting. That would be so interesting. I I want to do like a genealogy test and then and, and see. Oh, where like I've an ancestry dot ancestry. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the thing is, my. So, because my parents they fled Cambodia from the Khmer Rouge. So, when did your when did your parents come over? Because 19, you were born here. Weren't I was you? born in Melbourne. Yep. And your Australia, siblings sorry. were some of them born over in Cambodia. So, my eldest brother and sister were born in Cambodia, mm-hmm. and my two the, my two sisters after that were born in Thailand. So, and, was that kind yeah. of your parents were leaving Cambodia and they yeah. were in Thailand for a bit, and then yeah, this was, yeah, during that whole period of the Khmer Rouge, and then when did they leave Cambodia? Late seventies, early eighties, around that time. Oh yeah. And so they were, and they were in refugee camps at the time, and and when they were, yeah, when they were after Cambodia, like people were going all over the shop. So you know, there was there were my my dad's sisters and stuff who were in Vietnam as well. 
um, and my grandparents who were also in Vietnam. But then I think my grandfather had come back to Cambodia mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, I was going to put that there. Um, so we're just pouring each other wine because this is getting intense. <laughs> it's needed, y'all. Yeah, yeah. So, but during the Khmer Rouge, the point is the Khmer Rouge, um, all my, my dad's papers and my mum's papers, thank you, um, had got burnt up. So they had nothing but the clothes on their back. Yeah, there was a... Um Yes, following the Vietnam, well, the the war in Vietnam and mm. the Khmer Rouge and the Lebanese Civil War at mm. the time, um, there was a huge influx of people from those regions Immigrants. who came yeah. to Australia, which was one yes. of the very few times that Australia has actually opened up its borders to people of yeah. our backgrounds and who have experienced yeah, hardship. Yeah, yeah. war torn. Yeah. And so, which is the time in which your parents came over. Yes. So yes, they mu- they must have come over with a lot of... well. A number of other Cambodian. Some were uh, related. Some had uh, were people they'd grown up with, and mm-hmm. um, it was only a handful of them. Yeah, and yeah, they'd come. It would have been hard to come over. Yeah, to yeah. Well, they yeah, just because they'd been on the road, um, just for so long, just trying to survive. Oh my god, some with of the, the little, horror stories with little kids too. With little kids, we're going deeply on. Are you single, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? And I'm hoping that you're learning a lot um, here. This is a fucking history lesson. Yeah, of you know, sort <laughs> of a history know, lesson. No, no, that is cool. <laughs> so yeah, growing up uh, out west with your family, mm-hmm. um, and your parents had. Uh, separated. My at parents some point, yeah. separated when I was around 12, 13. So yeah, when yeah. I just started high school. Mm. And so it was just going to sound like a very stereotypical, a very kind of culturally insensitive thing to say. Apologies in advance. But my, so my dad's Sri Lankan, my mom's Chinese. And yeah. so I think with a lot of um, cultures in, a lot of cultures in the region, there is a tendency to not be as emotionally expressive or mm. transparent. About certain things. Oh yeah, you know about this. I'm yeah, trying to. No I'm emotion. trying to use a fucking no, euphemism to be you. kind there's, about this. There's no I love you. No, there's no, no, no hugs. <laughs> They're like you study. <laughs> be a doctor. Yeah. Be a lawyer. Yeah. Go to school. Yeah. And eat food yeah. that we've prepared. For That's you. all you need. Okay? That's all you need. Yeah. Um. So my dad. So I was living with my obviously with my parents and my three siblings at the time, and then my mm. dad just moved out, and oh, we got told okay. dad's moving out. The day after he left, oh, and we shite. we were just yeah. okay. Okay, On thanks. To the next year, <laughs> school time. Shit. It's dinner time. Oh. It's so. But you know, at the time when you just think it's, it wasn't anything because you don't really? know any different. You don't know that other people deal with That's divorce and separation yeah. completely differently. That to me is very interesting. I my mm. parents are still together, and I I've heard stories, but I I could never fathom. Like especially at that age, or even younger, how mm. you would or older, how you would be able to deal with it, especially when you're going through your own shit, you know, through puberty mm. and new 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 people, new school and all that stuff. But how did you handle it? You kind like, of you I, I repress thought. it in classic yeah. Asian <laughs> classic style. Asian. <laughs> <laughs> repressed it. Pretended that it didn't nah. exist. <laughs> and just went to school and studied. Studied. Yeah. Um those in the But yeah. then, you know, I think it it starts to manifest itself in different ways when you get older and when you start understanding what happened, why it happened. And how that affects how you conduct yourself, how you like conduct it. yourself, and yeah. how you look at relationships. Yes, because you look at your parents' relationship. Often, for most of us, looking at your parents' relationship is your kind of it's a guide of mm. how you interpret relationships or you carry out relationships in your own life. Oh yes. And so, if you've got parents, and this isn't for everyone, this is a massive generalization. But if you have parents who have separated or have divorced, and you don't know about it, and it's just this, it's completely 
fucking malfunctioning (laughs) and it's it's weird um you you tend to go into adult life i think with a little bit of that hanging over you even not even intentionally maybe subconsciously yeah right so maybe it goes back to why i'm so commitment (laughs) (laughs) you worry what happens yeah the separation and everything during that time though you you having to deal with that and a bunch of other stuff did you then um not only focus on your studies and and trying to yeah, trying to get good marks and, and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Did uh, was this where your sort of your fight for you know social justice and 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 feminism and all that is this where this sort of started from the fact that adversity? I think like, so. Growing, first of growing up in yeah. I think so. I think especially when you see if when you look at your mum mm. who's if you have a mum who's kind of dealt with dealt with hardship throughout her own life, yeah. I mean, my mum's dealt with a bunch of stuff that I'm not even aware of. But she had grown up in quite difficult circumstances. Uh, um, I'm gonna say racism. Racism at the very oh, least. Oh, for sure, definitely uh, people discrimination, calling a jink and uh, moonface and all sorts uh, of shit yeah, from yeah, yeah. the white kids at school, um, and having less than affectionate parents, and because she was adopted. At some point throughout her life, and right. so they weren't the best parents. Yeah. They were they were white, and they weren't the mm. best. And um, so my mum had kind of gone through she'd gone through the ringer, like she'd not had the best upbringing, but she was yeah. she is extremely resilient. And so, but so when my parents broke up, it was as my mum was hurt. Yeah. She wasn't showing it, but she still did. She did everything. She raised us. She made sure we ate food. She made yeah. sure the house yeah. was clean. She worked, and she dropped us off at school. She was there for us all the time. And so when you see your mum going through something like that and your dad going through something completely different and not as... <laughs> not as involved. Not as involved uh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. not taking as much, um, not being as involved. Yeah, you're right. Not being yep. as involved. Yeah. It it settles in you. It, when you see it like that, it, it didn't leave. No. And so you kind of look at the world and think, why is my mum a woman going through something so completely different to my dad, a man? And then mm. you start looking at the world and its divisions based on gender and race. Yeah. And so it's, it's you can't help but look at the world like that if you've grown up in, in right. you've grown up in an environment like that, which I'm sure yeah. is the same for you, being um, having being a child of of refugees essentially and immigrants, mm, immigrants and then yeah. immigrants and being. Asian yeah. in a predominantly white society, yes, and yes, also. Yeah, yeah. Feeling and having to and coming out, coming out. Oh yeah, that's me personally. But my yeah, like like your mother, my parents extremely resilient. Mm. Um, gone I through, have no doubt. gone to hell and back, um, many times, and and then it just, totally does shape you. It's they're a, amazing. Yeah, yeah you, you like thank your parents. God you, yeah, yeah. They 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 fought. They fought. They fought. And and it it just informs how you then live life. And and mm-hmm. thankfully, all of us, um. They they did their job in raising kids who understood that history, and so they were always Love quite um, communicative with you about where they came from. They were always, yes. "We're from Cambodia. This is you should be proud of where yes. you came from." That's awesome. Yes, Cambo pride. One of the reasons why I love hanging out with you though and and having you in my life is because you know we have so many similar tastes in a, a whole range of things you know Janet Jackson yeah, Janet starters. Jackson <laughs> oh yes oh my god oh, do you watch Scandal 
Oh, I haven't watched Scandal for, oh, for ages. Okay. I watched the first maybe two or three series. But was there a... Okay, because recently yeah. I've been wanting to... I, I should have messaged you on the day because mm. I was thinking about you that day. The Super Bowl this year where Justin Timberlake was big, yeah. was fucking invited back yeah. to perform at the half ball, uh, the halftime yeah. entertainment thing yep. for the Super yep. Bowl. Mm-hmm. And obviously the last time he was there was the infamous... Nipplegate, where he'd mm. ripped Janet's top off and exposed yep. her breast to the entire world. She gets yeah. vilified and her career is her career takes a fucking plummet. Yeah. Whereas he succeeds and he becomes the fucking superstar. And he doesn't apologize. He she takes all the blame and he takes nothing. Yeah. And so and he gets invited back to perform. And then that day, mm. I can't remember it was some guy, I think, on Twitter who had said, Fuck this. This is Janet 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 Jackson Appreciation Day. Oh, and so wow. that was trending, I think, yeah. more on Twitter than the actual Super Bowl. And I thought of you that day because I know how much oh, you love Janet. I, and love I do. You. <laughs> and it was a celebration yes. of Janet as an artist and as a woman and as a proud black woman. It was fucking amazing oh. over this over yeah. Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Fucking Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> but mind you, I, I, I was curious to see what Justin would bring back to the table and mind mm. it was a it was a forgettable performance it's completely forgettable yeah and as you know i'm obsessed with prince yes i have a tattoo on yeah, my so arm what was, that yeah. says purple rain because i'm obsessed with him so clarify this for me the the controversy around that was that prince had said he'd never wanted to be a hologram did he yeah i think there were a few was, things um <laughs> because there was that kind of the the, they traded barbs with each other while, while Prince was still alive. I think Justin oh. Timberlake had at the Golden Globes. Prince had won a Golden Globe for, I think, his song that he'd done for Happy Feet oh, a right. few years ago, like oh. a number of years ago. Mm. And then he was running late for some reason. He'd won. Justin Timberlake was accepting the award on his behalf because he'd presented it. And he'd made a quip about his height, about Prince's height, about him being short. Really? It was pretty It was, it was pretty shit. Yeah. And then they'd, yeah. had, they'd exchanged barbs and... Um, it was well known that Prince was not a huge fan of Justin Timberlake and that yeah, Justin Timberlake I was just, I'm you. Justin Timberlake, I'm better than anybody. And so, and yeah, Prince had said, I think in an interview a number of years ago that he thought holograms <laughs> were, were demonic and it was not anything that he'd want to ever take part in. Um, it wasn't, if he were, because if, he, if he was meant to perform with certain people, then... Mm he would perform with them. But if yeah. they're dead, I'm not going to bring back a hologram in order to perform with them. And then Justin Timberlake, um, there were plans, I think, to have a hologram. That didn't happen. So there was a sheet. A projection. There was a projection of Prince performing um, I Would Die For You uh, from, I think it was a performance from the 80s. Mm. It was kind of similar. It wasn't a hologram, but it kind of was. Yeah, The, the, the idea was, was that, yeah, similar principle. Similar, yes. Oh. And so I was pissed off with that too. Oh my god! Yeah, because well, I'm, 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 I'm a prince. It was the, yeah. it was the outrage, and but also the happiness that Janet was being yes revered. Yes, because for the queen that she is, oh, you I know how much like, we love her. We, yes, I would love her to come to Australia. I don't think she ever will though. Oh, she no, she must. I think she's still got one left in her to come back to Australia. Because I've been waiting oh, for her to come here because she's fucking years. Yes, yeah, I've. Uh, you know, she... Sorry, she's I keep swearing on your podcast. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> fine. Um, she is touring the States, mm. isn't she? She's still doing she things was. here She was. She was doing... Um, Stay of the World Tour. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm. right. I think she took a break for a bit, but hopefully she comes out here with it. That'd yes, cool. I know. Yeah, like if she performed yet. Oh, my God. That'd be a dream come true. Because at the minute, I think the, the best concert I've been to thus far... Mm-hmm. Was Lady Gaga? I know this is very <gasps> millennial. And hey, she's like fucking great. Lady, but she fucking knocked the 
she she brought the roof down. She burnt she the roof, did. and she um she was the monster ball. And this is you know this could be a, when was a number of things. This would have been in twenty two thousand nine or two thousand ten. Okay, I was still in Melbourne. Yeah, and so this was around uh, around the time when I was still in the closet, and she was all about equality and oh, love. She's and, such a beacon of hope for so many people. I think she, she is, mm. and um, she, you know she she. You know, she's, she painted herself as, like, the outcast of pop, but mm. still doing good pop music. Mm. And so I remember the opening the opening intro, which is one of my favourite Gaga songs, Dance in the Dark. Oh, it opens song. with her, yeah, it opens with her um, just in the shadow in the spotlight. And as soon as that happened, I something, cl- like, switched in my brain and I just couldn't stop screaming. And my sister was there, and my brother was there. I don't know what. Yeah, I was having this mental, like, spaz attack, <laughs> or something. But it was just amazing what what kind of reaction it it brought it brought upon brought on me because mm-hmm. I was just what's happening right now. She's this is amazing. It just and 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 the whole concert was awesome too. Oh, so I, she, I just, I'd love to see her in concert. She would oh, be so great. Yeah, no, she's she's good and she's got range and and all that stuff. But all that stuff. She's got the stuff. She, she's, got, she's got the stuff. <laughs> she's got it. But yes, yeah, so we love Janet. Yeah. Um, yeah, our taste in music in general is almost it's quite similar. similar. Yeah, yeah. We love um, Missy Elliott too, by the way. We love Missy. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, we do. We love Missy. We love, love we Missy. Love, we love our good. We love, we we love, love our R&B. We love our R&B. And, and we love strong female singers. Yes, yes. <laughs> empowered women. That's we what do. we love. Um, and so do you draw a lot of inspiration from these figures? When you, I think, yeah, I think even now looking back at what people like Janet Jackson have gone through and how she's presented herself as an artist and as a really complex artist as well, who talks about not just race, but about female, black female sexuality. It's amazing. No one talks about that shit. Yes. Velvet rope and stuff like control from Mm. the 80s when she was in her early 20s singing about this shit. I mean, no one, who sings about that kind of stuff when they're in the who talks about that stuff in the early twenties, especially in an era like the eighties, which obviously wasn't it wasn't as oppressive as the fucking twenties, but mm. still, it's impressive yeah. and it's brave. And so, yeah, you, I definitely take people take inspiration from people like Janet, because um, yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, she yeah she she's fifty. Something? She's early fifties. Early fifties. Yeah, yeah early fifties. And she's still strutting around singing like she was. In her 20s, again. She's got it. She, she's done it and she's, she's still doing it and she's beautiful and she's amazing. Amazing. But yeah, there are, yeah, there are lots of women out there who I take inspiration from. Not yeah, just yeah. people like Janet. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Authors, politicians, activists. Mm. Um, yeah, there are so many people I gravitate towards and I'm completely in awe of. Um, and you just kind of look at your life and think, I need to be more like that person because they've done so much. You try to embody some of the qualities that mm. they have to sort of try and make a change in the world and be sure. to sort of form the best version of yourself. Mm. And um, yeah, I know, like have good. Malala. Oh, I mean, yeah. you look at someone like her and think <laughs> yes. she's a teenager and has achieved so much and has been so strong in her convictions against oh, a horrid oppression. Shot. Being shot head. by a bunch of misogynists yeah. and uh, violent, abusive misogynists, and then coming out the other end alive and stronger than ever—that is the height of inspiration. 
Yeah. And, and yes, and I think social media, it has, you know, it definitely has its flaws, but I think it's definitely helped put people like her on the map for girls around the world. Only not going to say girls, just people around the world sure, to yeah, live definitely. lives by. Because there are these, uh, these, these stories that happen everywhere that people aren't aware of. Mm. And they lived such you know tumultuous lives, and and then when something like this happens, it's so awesome to to know that you know if you think you've had a hard day, how about this person? Yeah, you know, exactly. Kind of it's, Look it's, at what somebody else has grounded. gone through. Yeah. And it, it, yeah, it keeps you grounded, and it oh. brings some much needed perspective. Yeah, totally does. Mm. Totally does. Um, but yeah, no, the yeah. social media thing is so fucking relevant. I might not be a. Com- I've, an active user of social no. media, as you know, I'm a bit shit. I haven't chose my, I haven't changed you my profile. You live in the shadows, Samara. <laughs> I, I so do. I haven't changed my profile picture on Facebook since 2013. It's not 2018. Going for a record, ladies and gentlemen. I, I'm going for a record. Um, but no, it's fucking useful. I mean, the Me Too movement and the Times Up movement has been, it's unprecedented. Yeah, and it brings yeah. a level of community that. Women have not previously uh, no. experienced before unity as well, and yeah. unity, yeah. yes, unity, and not is a just good with women, yeah, men too. With yeah, who no, stand yeah, one hundred percent with men too, who have gone through yeah. similar experiences, yeah. who have been subjugated, who've been subject to um, abuse and people abusing positions of power, and yeah. them being the subjects of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, it's, it's it's important, and it's um, I think we live in an age and an era that is it's change is everywhere now and i think we're getting to a stage i'm being optimistic here which i'm not i'm not normally um <laughs> i'm really i'm, I'm a fucking pessimist <laughs> really it's actually describing at the beginning of the podcast it's ve- <laughs> um, it's optimism I, veiled as pessimism I maybe think. but for you in, uh, in particular i love that you draw a lot of your strength from your mum. i think that's an absolute she never she doesn't know that i've never talked about <laughs> <that>. <laughs> but does oh, she listen to podcasts <laughs> she would <laughs> listen to a podcast she God. likes she likes the stories. She likes she's loving her Netflix now. So oh good. She Netflix. loves watching Netflix. I gave her my Netflix login oh, and my Stan login. So she's and I gave her a Chromecast. So she's now watching stuff on on TV. So she loves it. Oh good. <laughs> she, she's not into podcasts yet, but no, I'll get no. I'll get her there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's it's baby steps. Baby steps. Baby She'll steps. Get there. Uh, she <laughs> <to> love it. <laughs> and so then with the people then that you um go on dates on. This would then at least be the first Drawing thing that... Drawing it back to, yeah, are you single? Yeah, <laughs> got it, got it. Give the people what they, they give want them, as well. Give them what they want. Give them layers, give them layers. Um, <laughs> this would be the the thing that you would ask on the first day, right? Someone like where they stand politically. Do you think that's um, divisive or do you think that's necessary? What do you... I'm not sure if I think it's necessary on the first date. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if I'd say to someone, where do you send... What do you, where do you stand politically? What's your political background? Or, or, just, but I or would, just views of, of I might, humor. Yeah. Yes, I think, yeah. If Depending on who I was going on a date with, I think I'd definitely ask something like, so Trump has decided to <laughs> say that it was a good idea to arm teachers um, oh, in schools yes. rather than yes. implementing fucking gun control. Mm. He thinks it's a good idea to arm teachers. And that obviously, thank you for Hebrew, pull my wine, everybody. Beautiful <laughs> human being you are. Um, I mean... I. When I heard that, I, Everyone I balked looked, and um, I wanted yeah. to vomit. I just thought that is just, you want to make There's, people who wanted to be yeah. educators, you want to arm them with weapons. 
rather than just have fucking gun control. Yeah, there are so um, many factors at play here. And so he, he's yeah. done so many things wrong. And, and he keeps getting just, away with it because, you know, yeah. the last thing he's done, it's just, it's, you know, that thing where it's just, it kind of all builds up. So the thing that came, that preceded it. Mm. It, it kind of doesn't seem like a big deal because there's been so much, right? Yeah, exactly. So everyone like he cheats on his wife kind of and that came out. He cheats on his wife and paid off this woman named Stormy. I think it was Stormy yeah, Daniels, Stormy. I think. Yeah. And pays her off. And it's okay. No one gives a shit. Yeah. Everyone's forgotten about it. And uh, But whereas people like Monica Lewinsky from the mid-90s yeah. got completely excoriated in the public eye because she was a young woman who happened to have a relationship with the fucking president. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she, like she got publicly no shamed asked, for it. Yeah, no one asked Bill. No one turned on Bill. No one turned and on Bill. And all the a lot of the apparently all the same kind of thing, isn't yeah. it? And he's still he's not being turned on for cheating on his wife. So a lot of the women blamed anusly. Hillary for it too, especially yeah, when she was running, and, right. and no one could figure out why. Where is the onus on Bill? Um, so true. But we digress. We digress. <laughs> okay, so then, what would you consider to be the perfect date for you? Perfect date. Hmm. Something low key, not anything. I was talking actually. I was actually talking with a friend of mine about this the other day because she's, she's all about going on. I think she's on Tinder now, mm. and so she said she's not a big drinker, mm-hmm. and so her ideal date would not be to go to a bar or a pub, which is fine. Yeah, and so she's quite athletic, and so she's quite outdoorsy. So her thing would be, I love the idea. She invited a guy out recently, mm. um, to go bowling. Oh, or, cool. you know, there's a place in Sydney, uh, somewhere near the airport, where you go trampolining. Oh, Sky Zone. Yes, that's what yes. Sky Zone. Sky Stuff Zone. like that. Yeah. She, that's her ideal first date. And I really appreciated that because that wouldn't have been my first option for a first date. But mm. I, that's, so, that's so clever because you yeah. put someone in a position or in a situation where you have to kind of go outside your comfort zone, maybe in front mm. of somebody else. Yeah. Just not sit there across from each other, looking at each other awkwardly in the eye and trying trying to drink as much alcohol as you can to just <laughs> subdue the awkwardness. This sounds a lot like what's happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. No, no, not at all. No. Us, it's, us, we've drunk together a lot. Yes, we have. And we love it. Yeah. Um, but to do something that takes you deliberately outside your comfort zone yeah. and to, okay, cool. to have fun. So maybe, so I've kind of rethought that based on my conversations with her. Mm. I thought, cause I love, I like drinking. That's yeah. my secret to you. Yeah, yeah, no. But yes, I'd love idle date. Yes, go to a pub, something fun, something yeah. fine, and just, you know, have a good conversation, but also do something a little bit active. Play pool. Oh, go do yeah. something where you, you're kind of forced to um, not just sit there yeah. in, yeah, on a ta- in yeah, stillness, ta- but yeah. to, to move about and to kind of put yourself out there maybe and to kind of – because I'm not the most athletic person. So if I was to go bowling with someone, which I'm not the best at, <laughs> it could be quite fun and it could yeah. be a way of – It breaks um, the ice. Yes, exactly. That's what yes. I was looking for. It breaks yeah. the ice and it kind of makes you feel a little bit – I mean, you can laugh about it. Oh, completely. You can, you can have jokes about it and you can do, oh, yeah. you can just, it can be a, a great conversation starter and it can make the conversation flow better. And yes. it can just be a little bit more exciting than just sitting down. Sitting down and uh, in ticking stillness. off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And just ticking off conversation topics in your head. I'll mm-hmm. have asked this and you've done that. Yep. And exactly. What that, about you? What's your great. ideal date? Well, why? Before Ben, <laughs> you know, what's your ideal date, regardless of the fact that you're engaged to a yeah. sexy, sexy boy who plays music? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was, you know, a lot of the same qualities as, as you actually, Mm. it was, um, have common ground, 
do something a bit active, um, have a sense of humor, do something that is out of your comfort zone, not mm-hmm. too far just yet, just sort of introduce little things here and there. And, you know, a huge one for me was just driving, convers- um, having, being able to converse, just genuinely. Sure, I agree. Converse. Like a genuine conversation, mm-hmm. but you're not just asking, yeah, oh yeah, so what do you do for a the living? The obligatory questions. Yeah, the, yeah, none of those. Where do you live? Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> what do you like to do for hobbies? But it can go beyond that. It yeah. It can be a little bit more exp- yeah. It, you can explore a little bit more. You can. Yeah. Especially, like, even on the first day, even though you get those obligatory questions are, are there, mm. it's fine. But then also pepper it with interesting questions too that uh, that can be a bit more personal. And the great sure. thing about gay dating was that one very common question, especially on the first date, is so how was coming out? And oh, that okay. was is that, actually really quite... Is that like a common conversational starter? And yeah, then, and then it, it was for me. And I was, you know, it was good that I ha- I was dating guys that were open to talking about that. Mm. And um, and I understand if people, um, a deal breaker was for me was if the the person wasn't out at the time, because then that tells me oh. that they're not. So you had dated far. people who had not, um, maybe to people that they loved had not come out, but they were on. They wanted to date around. Is that I know. No, I I I. I I I did go on a date with someone who wasn't out to anyone, mm-hmm. and so he he had just he was on Grinder, yeah, and we met up. He was a, a loyal type, and um, it was fine. I mean, we 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 got it on. That was it. Mm. But there was nothing Ooh. nothing more than that. Yeah, and I and and that was, was that an I issue though? The fact that he hadn't come out was that? Did you see um, that as a as a stumbling block? Not 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 not. I did say deal breaker before. Mm. Not a complete. Deal, it would have been a deal breaker if. This person had zero intent of doing anything about it. Uh, he's, yeah. Because they resigned themselves. This one guy, he resigned himself to the fact that because his parents were super traditional and conservative, and they would disown me if he if I did it and all that stuff. I mean, I get you feel that, but if you're going to say, okay, that's uh, that's just, it is what it is. I'm not going to come out. That's a problem for me. How could you really connect with someone if the fundamental parts of both of you? You can't share them with her because that person is actively hiding them. Or, um, it's like a shame. If that makes sense. Ashamed. Or is who is who? I, yes, it or felt who like is ashamed of them. Yeah. yeah. If, and so if it's how yeah. do you connect with someone if they're ashamed of the yeah. fundamental parts that join you yeah. together? Yeah, exactly. It was hard for me, and and it just I I get that it's a journey, but if you're not willing to evolve and you're not willing to to do things to. I agree. You've got to at least to show some, the, yeah, some change, some some willingness to to want to go toward that to direction. To be your better self, just to sure. be yourself and stuff. But just uh, be authentic. I'm yeah, just... yeah. Anyway, that was um, that was just that whole dating thing before I met Ben. Oh, before you uh, met my lover. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful Ben. Oh no, beautiful Ben. <laughs> um, gosh, I need to. We, Do you need to ask more questions about why yeah. am I single? <laughs> go, go, ask, yes. go. Oh, actually, ask me questions do about you why have, I'm single. No, do, you have, do you have an anthem that gets you going? Bef- do you Like a song? Yeah, yeah. And, and that gets you going oh. before or after a date or during a date? Or I don't... Oh, that's a good question. I never thought about that. Um, or just empowers you to go for it, whether it is asking someone out or taking them to a place or, or just doing... Yeah. Anything in life. Um, I do like listening to music before if I go out on a date with someone. Nice. I think it's fun. Um, bit of Prince? Janet, obviously. Jan- Prince, oh, yeah, yeah. Prince, Janet, and um, 
maybe a bit of D'Angelo, who mm. you know I'm obsessed <laughs> with. Classic <laughs> mid-90s Neo Soul. Yeah. Um, but, I, yeah, I don't really have any rituals or yeah. um, things that I do to prepare me for a date. I mostly just agonize over it and then wait until I get ready and then just sit there waiting for the last possible minute until I have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just go, oh, God. I know, no, no, it's 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 seven fifty nine. I should go. I should go. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fuck, that's what I do because I'm completely awkward and not. That's cool. one of the, one of the reasons why I love you is because you have that not awkwardness awkward that and I I'm have. Not cool. <laughs> I was like, I'm awkward and I'm not cool. Yeah. No, not at all. She she is a very sharp dresser, fashion <laughs> to the nines, always hip. She's got a nose sweet. She's lovely. Peter's very sweet. <laughs> um, okay, so then would you – are you in that place in your life where you want to settle now and just try and – That's a good question. Yeah, um, I think and... being 31, like I said before, um, you – there is, a, I think, a societal pressure that makes you or that encourages you or incites you to think, Yes, I should be settling. I should be out there trying to find someone, especially if you're a woman who potentially wants to have kids. Mm. There's always that pressure and that scientific pressure that says your biological clock is ticking. You should want to have kids right now and you should should have all this shit done, but you you don't. I don't. Not a lot of people do. So I think I'm kind of in the middle where a part of me is, yes, that would be amazing if I did find someone that I'd want. X, Y, and Z with, and that would I would love to just settle down with and have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the other side is just, I'm not quite ready. I'm not... Um, really? Not yeah, ready? Not 100%. I think that, I think maybe going down that path means that there's a certain level of selflessness where it's just, I'm willing to to settle down with someone, which is good, which is great, because you're doing it with Ben, which is beautiful. But there is a certain level of Maybe that's a little bit of sacrifice where it's just, I, I'm i going to settle down. We're going to live together and we're going to do this, this, and this. I'm not quite ready, ready to, to do that because uh, by that I mean I'm still got that. I've got itchy feet where I just, I just want to travel whenever I want. I want to do this whenever I want. I want to say that whenever I want, if that makes sense. Uh, it does. It does. It's that level yeah. of independence that you do not want to part with. I don't and want to part with, not that you necessarily have to part with your independence when you're with someone, but there yeah. is that, like you, like you, you were probably about to say before I interrupted, where you just you can, just, you can leave the country, you can travel whenever you want, and you don't you don't have to necessarily. You're not beholden to anyone. You're not beholden to anyone, or you're not you don't have to explain yourself to anyone. You can just do it. That is the other I, part. Yeah, that that's still very much a part of where I am and who I am, and maybe I can. I would love to. And I think that I should, I, yeah, I should keep that part of myself. You totally um, can. I like mean, there's look, no reason why I shouldn't. No, you sh- you shouldn't have to compromise no. your core values. No, and and the person that you end up with will not will not allow that either. Allow that to um, yeah happen. That's that's a good point. It's finding someone who is um, the same, maybe who is who's just not the same. That's the wrong word to use, but it's kind of. Sure, I'll happily travel with you if you want to. Yeah. Or if you want to do that, that's you cool. You do your thing. You and go do you... it and I'll do my thing. It's and, fine. And look, there is a level of sacrifice in every relationship. For sure. 
totally. It's just whether or not you're willing to take it. Take it, exactly. Because it's, it's you're right, it's guaranteed that you need to take There is a level of compromise and sacrifice yeah. when you do settle down with someone or you do enter into yeah. a relationship. I get that. And maybe that's yeah. what's so intimidating. But he, Yeah, intimidating. But mm. Tamara, I, I can <laughs> safely say from experience now is that that if you're with the right person they will they will give you what you need to in order for the relationship to flourish and build because at the end of the day all they want to do is make you happy it's oh, that's and if it's, that makes so you true. happy then they will they will allow it and then yeah. it's just it's just a lot of growing and understanding and knowing how yeah knowing what's important to both of you because then you're able to try and help them achieve certain things and be, let them be them um but also allowing allowing them to be a part of it as well because i'm like guessing so. you you and ben are probably growing to be like that as well because maybe you weren't like that at the beginning but when you were with i was other, so like anxious you, oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so i was anxious because one night this was this was uh i was still texting um ben at the time i'd never met him before face to face I was sleeping in. I slept. I slept in a queen size bed because I'm a queen, and uh, yes, <laughs> and, uh, I love a queen. <laughs> we are all queens. <laughs> um, but I was sleeping, the, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I could ever share my bed with someone, just because I love oh the God, space. Yeah, and- you've just totally touched on something. I think that most of us think of an experience where it's just, I love sleeping in my bed. Yes, by myself. With all my space, <laughs> without anybody compromising that space, it is yeah. the best feeling. But then the thought of sharing it with someone else is a little bit—it's confronting. It's confronting, and it pisses you off. <laughs> <laughs> but then when you do it, depending on who the person yeah. is, it's can sometimes be really yeah, <laughs> you know. And that's what it was tomorrow for me. Once I started to just yeah you know, share my bed with Ben, and as time went on, this was something just that that felt natural to me, and mm. um. When I had, uh, when I had thought of that time when I was in bed thinking, could I share my, share my bed? I thought, you know what? Yeah, mm, I think this is this is quite nice too. Yeah, and uh, it adds to, I'm happy. Adds yeah, to it. yeah. It's again, it's one of those things that you you learn to appreciate once you're in it. And yes, that's yeah. that's a really good point. Yeah. you know, beforehand you're just speculating. You're imagining yes. Yes. what could be the worst possible scenario, but then when yes. you actually experience it, it could be much better than what you it's better than anticipated. you expected, yes. yeah, or, it's, or expected, yeah, exactly. No, that's exactly what it is tomorrow, and I encourage you to, um, to not be afraid to of that. Share my bed, yeah, <laughs> to share your bed, to share yeah. my queen size bed, yeah. I need to find another bed. queen. <laughs> <laughs> that's damn right, you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but. That's, that's, I think that's it. I mean, were there Do you any... need to ask me any other questions about why mm, I'm single? Let me run down my trusty list of notes here. Mm-hmm. Growing up with family, growing up with a single mum. Is that right? More or less. More or less, yeah. From, more or less single mum. From yeah. 12 onwards, yeah. Yeah, and then you drew so much inspiration from your badass mother. But she never knows that I drew inspiration <laughs> But she will know now. Um, so, yeah, growing up out west... Uh, incredibly, um, incredibly invested in social issues and human rights and equality, um, and very and but but still testing the waters of love. So I Which think, hard. yeah, yeah, no, it's hard, Joel. Do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you take comp- Do you take compliments well? No, fuck no. <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, I'm extremely well adjusted. I knew that. To okay. take compliments well. You know that about me. I knew that. that I'm l- extremely introverted and. <laughs> 
So for any poten- for any potential suitors who who wanted to um, <laughs> who wanted to um, approach Tamara, this is one thing you would know about her is that she doesn't take compliments well, and um, she'd rather just engage in authentic conversation about RuPaul's Drag Race. Fuck your, yes, RuPaul's <laughs> yeah. Drag Race. We need a debrief about that later. Yes, <laughs> yes, we do. We do. We are going to debrief about that. Um, actually, no, I'll ask about one more One more. Please, tape. ask anything So, one of, despite the fact that you had gone on terrible dates, more terrible <laughs> dates than good dates. They were never wholly terrible, <laughs> yeah. but it was just sometimes they were uncomfortable. Uncomfortable, which, mm. yeah, can be deemed as... Yeah. Not successful. Yeah, not, not lovely. <laughs> but tell me about the one of the better ones where uh, you had a one night stand, which then turned into a date. Oh, I loved this. Okay, is this the the the, the Napoli one? The Naples. One? Okay, yes. yeah. So I went to uh, 2016. I went to. I quit my job because mm. I thought, you know, when everyone well, not everyone. It's just people who are like me who are. Fuck it. I don't want to do my job anymore. I'm just going to quit and go do something else. And it was terrifying. And I did. And I thought I needed some time to reflect, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And so uh, I decided to do that the week before. And then four days later, I decided, fuck, I'm going to go visit my best friend in Glasgow. She moved to Glasgow a few years ago. So I was like, I need to see her. I'm going to go see her. And I'm going to go see some best friends in London. I'm going to go see them. I'm going to do that because that's going to be amazing. I haven't seen them in a while. It's going to be so fucking enjoyable. Yes. And so I did that and it was amazing. Hands down, it was just such, it was the perfect kind of holiday. And then um, one of my best friends from London, um, we decided to go from, because she lives there, she works there. I used Hmm. to work with her before, so that's how I know her. We got an Airbnb place in London. We hung out. She was just, she's just fucking amazing. Jean, beautiful Jean. And then um, she said that she loved, she's like, let's go do, let's do something while you're here. And I said, cool. I'm down for that. And so we went to Paris. So we caught the train to Paris and we were in Paris for a couple of days. And then it was amazing. It was so much fun. We drank, we enjoyed life. It was just beautiful. And then she went, she caught the train back to London and I was because I was kind of on this trip, this self-exploratory trip yeah. that wasn't really self-exploratory. <laughs> it was just fucking around. Um, I decided I wanted to go somewhere that where I'd never been before in Europe, which is which are so many places. But yeah. I'd always wanted to go to Naples because um, I'm obsessed with pizza. Yes. I love Italian food. And Naples You totally is... look like you're obsessed with pizza. <laughs> Not. She's like stick thin, guys. But anyway. Still delicious. <laughs> um, and I'd always wanted to see Pompeii. Mm, oh god, mm, the the side of Pompeii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, Pompeii is right near Naples, and Naples, the supposed site of um, the origination of pizza. Like, fuck, yeah. I'm gonna go there. Yeah, yeah. And so, I went from Paris to Naples, and I'd spent the after because I got there in the afternoon, and I kind of spent the time just walking around. I dumped my stuff, my uh, my luggage at this place where I was staying. And I was just walking around. I'd had a beer and a pizza, of course, Classic. on Classic the water and yep. just enjoyed life and was walking around. And then I that night I got back to the place and thought, fuck, I'm here for a day and a half or two more days. What the fuck am I going to do? Obviously, there are so many things yeah. that I can do, but I need to do yeah. something. I need to plan something. What am I going to do? So I wanted to go see Pompeii. So I booked this tour on some website. Anyway, and I was – so the next day – um, I was going to go do the tour mm. and I was 
running around trying to find where the meeting point was and one, I was late and I'm such an idiot. And so he's running around Naples trying to find where I was supposed to meet this bus with all these tourists to go on this tour that I wanted to do, which was um, Pompeii. And first mo- the morning was Pompeii and the afternoon was uh, the Amalfi Coast, which is stunning. And so yes. I did that. And I was the last one on the bus, like the dickhead that I am. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, I was late to, I'm late to everything. And then I was sitting on the bus and for some reason this thought came into my head, which was, wouldn't it be so cool if I met someone on this tour? Mm. It just came into my head. It was so yeah, stupid. Yeah. Um, and I thought, oh, this is so stupid. And no, then, it's not. It's, it is stupid. It's beautiful. And then we, so we drove from Naples to Pompeii on this bus. And then I got off the bus. I was the last person to get off the bus as I was the last person to get on the bus. And I kind of clocked eyes with this person who, who was on the bus. Who okay. had, and he was, you know, he was cute. Yeah. He was in his twenties. Like I was at the time. And you know, there was, I don't know. There was something about there him. There was a spark. There was, I guess. Did you, yeah. Did you feel, did he lock eyes with you? Yes, and he then did. just was it it's a long there was the we locked eyes. <laughs> yeah. How long was this? How long? Did oh, this a couple of seconds, maybe. Oh, a couple of seconds. We locked eyes. Yeah. Hold on, he's cute, cool. I don't know where, because you know when you go on tours like this, yeah. you don't know where anyone is from. No. Unless you know, I mean, you often don't know where anyone is from exactly. Mm. And then um, we'd gone on the tour of Pompeii, and I was kind of sitting. It was hot that day, so I was kind of sitting there, sticky, sticky, yeah. just by myself. <laughs> looking like a sad loser and then this guy who i'd locked eyes with before um he was kind of trying to take a picture of something in the distance and i was probably in his way maybe and he'd kind of shouted out something oh yeah i can't remember what it was Was he cat calling you no he wasn't cat oh, okay. calling me, but he was shouting out something oh can i take a picture of this Oh, okay. And I, said, yeah, I yeah. was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Which was probably his way of trying to figure out whether I spoke English or not. Oh. Uh, I did. Yeah. We did do, obviously. Yeah. So did he. And um, so this guy is, um, except I presume he's still around. He's, so this guy's Emirati. So he's from Dubai, but had gone to America. So he was oh. sort of Emirati American. Oh, okay. Um, So really cute. Arab boy. Yeah. Really, <laughs> really fucking clever because he, funnily enough, so we ended up talking after he'd sort of called out to me yeah. at, during the tour. And then um, we'd gone to lunch after. And so we sat together and we chatted and we had lunch together. Mm. And then he was going on a different part of the tour. I was going somewhere else. And then we exchanged numbers and said, let's, do you want to hang out again tonight? It wasn't no. anything romantic. It yeah, was just, yeah. you're cool. Yeah. We're, you seem we're really nice. We're by ourselves. Yeah, let's hang yeah, out. And so yeah. we did that. We went to one of the oldest pizza places in Naples, which was amazing. And then um, we just got along. We had great chat and just had pizza. And then we kept, and then we had pizza. And then we kept looking for places afterwards. Let's have a drink here. Let's have a drink here. And then we just kind of. I love kept, that. Yeah. 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 Just wanted we to just, be, yeah, you in just each other's kept, company. Exactly. Yeah. In each other's company and just kept the night. Uh, just going. kept going. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so we kept kind of finding places to to extend extend the moment, <laughs> yeah, for want of a better yeah. word. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's a so date. We, it was yeah, <laughs> then it, then it, and eventually went into being a date, and it was really sweet. And it's super clever. And funnily enough, he was in Paris studying, doing 
some fancy schmancy degree mm. and we'd ended up on the same flight from Paris to Naples oh. and I obviously did not know that and he'd said to me later on in that evening I remember seeing you on the flight from Paris to Naples. Oh, <laughs> so he thought that you were ignoring him? So he, oh, no, no, but, I don't think he'd seen me clock him on the flight, it, but he'd oh. said, yeah, I think when you, I'd seen you on the tour, I was like, yep, she looks familiar. Oh. I'd seen, he'd clocked me from the flight from Paris to Naples. I had not because I was only, I was yeah. not looking at anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so um, we'd ended up, you know, drinking and stuff yeah and then um had you one night stand yes Beautiful one night, night standard and i went back to his and it was amazing it was fun cool. it was really sweet and then um we had a f- like funny moments throughout the evening um can i tell you one that that's quite funny but that's probably not for under 14 year olds no oh my god continue okay my dear, continue because people might find it funny um so in a lot of areas of Europe, you have, I'm not sure if you know this, they have um, chemists or pharmacies where you they're, they're kind of open throughout the evening. Oh, okay. No, but you can that. buy certain things okay. after hours, cough medicine, um, certain things for babies. Okay. And then condoms right. and contraception. Lovely. And so obviously, because I didn't know this guy, we're going to get contraception before we go yes. home. Yes. And then, so we stopped off at this little chemist on the way back to his house. And I said to him, because you're going to wear it, you go for it, yeah. you do it. <laughs> and he, this guy knew fucking nothing about Italian language. He knew nothing. And I knew maybe five or six words. Ah. He knew nothing. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, see. Exactly. And so he'd gone over and so this little, this old guy comes up because the canvas is closed, but you mm. had this kind of, this window there's yeah, kind like of, a drive-through window, kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. That kind of at the at the chemist. Yeah. Um, and so you'd 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 press a buzzer and they'd come out and you'd request you'd press what you want and then you pay for it and they give it to you. Yeah. And so he requested condoms in his his English and this man clearly spoke spoke a little bit of English and understood yeah. what he was saying. Cool. And so gave him condoms. Yeah. And so. The guy had taken away the condoms and said, and opened up the brown paper bag and said, "Oh fuck! I don't mean to be an idiot. I don't mean to be facetious. Yeah. These are too small." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so oh. there's me standing on the side of the You're street like, next oh. to the canvas, going, <laughs> "Okay, sure, <laughs> whatever. Stop trying to be funny. Stop trying yeah. to be cool. <laughs> whatever." And he said, "No, no, I'm actually being serious." I went, okay, you, you go back and yeah. you go back and exchange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he did. Okay. So he goes back to the chemist, the, the, the actual chemist, buzzes and, and, I, and I screamed out, well, like I called out to him, big means grande. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, very good. And then, um, which is what he said, and ended up getting a different size. Which was too big. Condom. No, which was right. even uh-huh. still too small. <gasps> no. How yes. Pretty oh. seriously, it's pretty solid. Okay, but uh, between say, a pencil and a baby arm holding an apple. Baby arm holding it. Wow. Yeah, and so that was hilarious for me, <laughs> and because he was a little bit awkward about it, I thought it was fucking funny. And then, you know, like, it was a nice night, and um, and then we had just had a nice 
My glasses are fogging up. Sorry, keep keep going. (laughs) (laughs) And then that was kind of it. We messaged a bit after that. And then he went back to Paris, I think, and I'd gone back to London slash Sydney. Wow. Oh but my it was a funny that's story. A, that is hilarious. To me, and I thought it was funny. Yeah, I know. He that was great. And he he sounded lovely. Like, he was really clever yeah. and really lovely. That's mm. a perfect night. You had the night. It was I a good thing because you didn't have to it was just, it was nice the way that it was. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's like one of those it's one of those travel stories where you're like, Yeah, you just want it to was meet a, someone. Yeah. yeah. It was a complete travel story. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, I'm so happy for you that you had that. I don't know <laughs> why. I had that, like, beginning experience. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 just because the 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 amount of dates that you've been on that you've told me that we've only just scratched the surface here. Totally. But but just with all the, 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 the dodgy people that you've seen and, and the things you've had to endure, it's, oh, it's just... Yeah, I'm glad that there was like the little gems in that between was all the shit. Such a gem because yeah. it was unexpected. It was, I think, the best thing about it was it was unexpected, mm. and but it was fun. Yes, and neither of us were expecting anything to come of it. It was just let's enjoy each other's company. Yes, and just have fun. And, and just and we had great conversation, and he was chemistry. funny, and he was sweet, yeah. and we had chemistry, and that was what was best about it. Do you have a photo of him? On I do phone? not. Uh, oh no. You don't have to, it's not like we could show it anyway on a podcast, I but I want to see it. Oh, if, if it was. If I did, I would show well, you. We will Instagram sure. stalk him later. Oh, for, for sure. Yeah. Um, but no, I think that is it. I usually like to wrap these things up with a love prediction. What's a love After, prediction? So a love prediction is a prediction that I, Peter Lamb, makes. I'm not qualified. Oh. I'm not an, uh, an academic of love. I'm just a champion for love. But I, based on what, yeah, and based on everything that I've heard today, and obviously mm-hmm. I've known you for a long time now, I am going to predict that in light of recent news that you are seeing someone, you will have love. Whether it's this year, though, I don't know. Like, this may sound like a gradual process for you. It's a, it's a journey for you. Yeah. But it will happen because once you, you know, you, you, you become vulnerable and you open yourself up to this person and if things still roll on um, organically and beautifully, then, yeah, you're going to have it. Oh, You're going to have that's it. Sweet. I'm going to have it. That's sweet. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. We'll see that. how we go. <laughs> yeah. All right, good. Well, if there's nothing else you'd like to ask or add, oh. do you want to add anything else? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'll think of something later and message you. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Try and put it in in post. Exactly. But, uh, <laughs> no, but thank you so, so much. For joining me today because Thanks I know, for uh, me. yeah, no, it was no, no problem at all. Because I hope it wasn't super boring. <laughs> oh, God, no. no, darling, and, I've learned know, so much. Inarticulate <laughs> and you know, no, I think on the caption, <laughs> the caption of this podcast will be something like she's gorgeous, and, oh, uh, and something like you're gorgeous. You love wine and you're way smarter than me or something. Meet Tamara. That's what we'll be. The wine meet is true. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) Nah, okay. But if that's it, until we meet again, see you. Bye. Bye. If I was your girl. I'm sorry to be Janet there. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) Yes. Love it. Don't sue me, Janet Jackson. (laughs) 